the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And let me on a little known fact about your boy that you may not know. I mitered in geography at the University of Illinois, so I am a resident Carmen San Diego. I don't know how you did in the mapping uh, and the drawing out and the coloring of various countries and landforms and bodies of water. Uh, but it, geography is on the forefront of my mind today because if you go to DraftKings Sportsbook, they've got some creative futures that are out there. And one of them is the state of this year's NFL champion. So the origin by state of this year's NFL champion, here are the odds. you got Florida, obviously got multiple teams there. That's leading the way, Tampa being first and foremost, a plus 450. And we're going back to Cali, Cali, Cali to go LL on you at plus 500s next in line. New York, New Jersey at plus 900. Maryland and the fighting footballs even, but more or less Baltimore at plus 1050. Ohio plus 1350. Pennsylvania 25 to 1. Texas 25 to 1. And then any other state at minus 125. And if you did not hear correctly, no, I didn't mention Missouri. No, I didn't mention Tennessee either, which is obviously ascending post Julio Jones trade. So which of those stands out to you? You gonna go with the chalk or you to get seduced by the juice and zero win on a specific zip code? I think I'm going to go with the uh, field uh, with this one and any other state. But I do really enjoy the fact that the books are out there trying to uh, have some fun with uh, the legalized state of Pennsylvania, uh, perhaps trying to play off of the pride of the Lone Star State to try to juice them in at plus uh-huh. 2,500. Uh-huh. There is not there's not a snowball's chance in Brownsville that a champion <laughs> is coming out of the state of Texas, y'all. Well, so, Houston, we know, is the most inferior team, uh, more than likely in the NFL this season, though. Detroit's going to give them a, a run for the money. Dallas will find a way to screw it up, trust me. So yep. between that, it's like anybody that's going to throw some money there is the same person that's got the giant Texas flag in the back of their truck. Okay, so I, I just love the fact that the books are seducing you with the juice there. But I'm going to go with the field, Brad, because because I, I just think Kansas City continues to be a really scary team. Um, they, uh, I think, could easily come out of the AFC. Uh, not really, you know, seduced by the idea of a back-to-backer for the Bucks, uh, and certainly Miami and Jacksonville are not doing anything for me, so I'm staying away from Florida. So yeah, I, I'm unfortunately I'm going to take the boring pick here and go with the minus one twenty-five for any other state. Uh, I'm going to go with California, baby. I got a Golden State state of mind. Uh, yeah, San Francisco. We'll see what they do at quarterback whether it's going to be Trey Lance week one or Jimmy G. Uh, but how about the Rams with Stafford? I think they're the most complete team right now in the NFL from top to bottom at 5-1. to one. And you throw in the Chargers, who are only moving northward in the right direction. That's my pick right there. I forget Florida. You can have all the Florida man stories and people. I saw some video of a woman who was buck naked at a bar, likely on something, and all she was doing was throwing bottles into uh, this empty room of sorts. And I was like, oh, that nice. had to be in Florida. And sure enough, uh, Florida. Florida it woman. Sounds like, it, it sounds like Tom Cruise doing a sequel to Cocktail. <laughs> Maybe on Pornhub. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you have it. So lock and load that action right now and maybe get educated in the process uh, with the state of origin or the origin state of this year's uh, potential NFL champion at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is, by the way, my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook app. I love using DK Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DK Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention. Bet un dollar. And if that team scores the W, you score $100 in site credits. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 to $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choosing to win their next game. And if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code FTN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents. Only new customers only. Wager paid out inside credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this Hockey Hump Day edition of the pod, let's get to it with another slate of Fade Fives. Number five. All right, Lundy. We got one NHL game tonight. It is the postseason. The Avalanche may be toast after losing at home and overtime to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, maybe a matchup of the two best teams uh, remaining in the NHL postseason. But uh, we do have a game on the docket. Try to wipe away those tears with a W and a winning ticket, Amigo. What do you got for me? Well, this morning I was working some Photoshop because I'm trying to put uh, Avalanche uh, Captain Gabe Landeskog on the back of a milk carton um, to <laughs> see if anybody knows where he is. Uh, all right, let's look at the game for tonight. Uh, as Brad said, we're talking singular, just one game for tonight. We've got Boston uh, at Nassau Coliseum taking on the New York Islanders. And I'm going to throw an asterisk on this real quick at the beginning before I tell you my pick. This is based on the idea that Tuka Rask goes tonight. He is still considered somewhat questionable. He was pulled from game five late. Jeremy Swayman had to come in for him. Um, every indication is that he's going to go tonight for game six. So I'm basing this off of the fact that Tuka Rask is between the pipes. Uh, and if that's the case, then I'm going to roll with Boston. Look, I said at the beginning that I thought this series was going to go seven games and I'm sticking by my pick. And in order for that to happen, Boston's got to win at Nassau uh, at the Islanders tonight to be able to force that game seven back in Beantown. Boston sits on the money line at a minus 137. Uh, um, and I, like I said, I'm going to stick with it. But again, based on Rask being there, uh, there's the questionable status. It's more than like if I had to guess based on what I'm hearing coming out of Boston, he had a lower back strain back in March. And it's possible that he tweaked that coach for the uh, uh, for the bees did say, look, he could have gone back in. This was kind of precautionary. Oh, BS. You're in the playoffs. Uh, and that's and I'm calling BS on that because you're in the middle of the playoffs in a really important game uh, in a game five. Because uh, Swayman came in, he only faced three shots, but he gave up the game-winning goal on one of those three shots. So I think that if Rask had been able to go back in, he would have done so. Uh, Semyon Varlamov, after uh, looking bad uh, in that first-round series against Pittsburgh, remember he gave up a total of seven goals in games two and three, has come back and looked strong. But at the same time, 
He still gave up four goals to Boston in Game 5. So this is all about how Varlamov plays at home. This could potentially be the last hockey game ever played at Nassau Coliseum for the NHL. So you know the crowd's going to be into it. But I think Boston gets this done, assuming that Rask is between the pipes. Count those beans with the Bruins. Number four. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. Let's work on a pitcher prop uh, that I am rather liking tonight, uh, and it is the Philadelphia Phillies' Zach Eflin going up against the Atlanta Braves there in Philadelphia. Look at what Eflin has done. Uh, and it's, by the way, to minus 120 juice. Uh, you know, a player that has gone over this five-and-a-half strikeouts total in eight of 11 turns in the rotation uh, earlier this season. He's already faced Atlanta once and also twice. He went over once with eight punch outs. That one was at home. And then on the road in the ATL, he only struck out two uh, back early on in the season. Uh, it was actually the first week of the season in a couple of back-to-back series uh, between these pair of intradivisional foes. But you look at the Bravos, a whole lot of swings and misses here over the last month. Lundy much like me in high school, number one in strikeout percentage in Major League Baseball in terms of the highest strikeout rate over the last 30 days. So Eflin at home, success earlier this season against the Braves in the exact same environment, knowing the Braves have been piling up the punch outs. I think the over is going to prevail here on the five and a half strikeouts. Fade or follow. Brad, I'll actually throw one more. He's played Atlanta a third time. Oh, uh, I he missed did that. It, he- he did it uh, earlier this, or excuse me, earlier in May. Um, it was on the road. He had eight punch outs in that one as well. So oh, he's done beautiful. it on the road against Atlanta. He's done it at home against Atlanta. And you said the fact that he's done it in eight out of 11 starts. Well, in a ninth, which was his most recent start uh, at the end of May, he had five. So he's been hovering right at, and as you pointed out, eight times he's blown past this number. So I like this one a lot. Lots of swings and misses from Atlanta. And again, this will be the fourth time this season already wow. that he has faced the Bravos um, and he has had the success. You know, that one game, as you said, that he had the two strikeouts. But other than that, he's had eight punch outs twice against this team. I love this bet. I think this is a really solid uh, strikeout prop for tonight in the MLB. Wager on the Zach attack. Number three. All right, moving on to the NBA. We got Nuggets. We got Suns game and numero dos in that series. Uh, after Denver had a halftime lead, uh, they then just uh, served up a Big fat W on a silver platter to the Phoenix Suns after halftime. I uh, actually made some money on that. It helped me out, helped to apply to tourniquet to the bleeding out state I had a couple of nights ago on that second half line. Uh, so I'm going to stick with the Suns theme here, and I'm going to stick with their big man in the middle. That is DeAndre Ayton. I'm going to take the over on 15 and a half points at plus odds. Plus 100 right now, which I find bizarre, Lundy, based on the success he has had this season against uh, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, In fact, uh, in four games against the Nuggets this season, including game one and the three games prior to the regular season, I know one of those went to double overtime, another went to OT, but still, he went 20-10 and in game one. And in the three regular season contests, 17, 27, and 22. So he has cruised past this number really with a sweat-free winner uh, in all four tilts against this Denver Nuggets team, which can be overly generous defensively. We've seen that over the last three games, giving up 1.166 points per possession. So string it all together, DeAndre Ayton dunks on this number over 15.5 points again at plus 100. Fade or follow. 
I will follow you, but tell you what, little teaser for the upcoming bonus time. Mm. It's not my favorite player prop from this game. I will give you that one when we get to the bonus time, but I will follow on this one because this number to me is is too low. I think that he's guaranteed to be up in the high teens at the least. Uh, this is a matchup that he can take advantage of. They can move the ball around. We know that when it comes to Phoenix uh, against Denver. So despite all the fanfare of Nikola Jokic being named the MVP yesterday uh, for Denver, I think that uh, this is still going to be Phoenix's game. I think that uh, they're playing well at home, and I like Aiton to get uh, – I, I think he – I don't want to say he crushes this number, but I think he cruises past it relatively confidently. Stay tuned for my top picks of the day in the NBA and Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's go back to this Suns and Nuggets series, and let's focus on a guy that gets – Elevation as high as Pike's Peak, it seems like, on his jump shot. That is MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. And one prop that has been cashing early and often in this postseason for him, the over on two and a half made threes. And uh, I'm going to double down back on it once again here, Lundy, at minus 127. Yeah, a little bit heavier there on the juice. Uh, but again, he has gone over this number in five of his last six games, including in game one, in which he was three of eight uh, from along the perimeter against this Phoenix team on the season uh, in three matchups against Phoenix because he missed a game earlier on in the regular season against uh, this squad. He has been over in two of three contests. Yeah, Phoenix uh, has only given up 32.7% from way downtown in their last three games. And in the regular season, they were number four in the NBA and fewest opponent made threes per game. But still, I'm going to ride those fiery fingers of Michael Porter Jr. I think it's going to be at least uno, dos, tres, triples in the box score tonight in a game really the Nuggets uh, need. It's going to be difficult for them to climb out of an 0-2 deficit. Yeah, even with home games on the horizon. So fade or follow, Michael Porter Jr. Junior over two and a half main threes against the Suns. I like this as a player prop. MPJ talked about the elevation. Good. I mean, we're talking space shuttle here when he gets off the ground. You combine that height, <laughs> that length, and just a really beautiful shot uh, that he's got. And, you know, the three that he had in game one, I think he duplicates that effort again. He's also a guy that, you know, if you notice, if you kind of watch the game flow of the Nuggets, depending upon how much you've watched them so far this season, obviously Brad and I are here in Denver. Um, he's also a guy that likes to stroke those outside shots early in the game. And if he's feeling it, yep. it just keeps going. Um, so to me, it's something you get a pretty clear idea early on in the game over the course of the say first quarter, uh, maybe quarter and some change as to whether he's going to hit this number or not, because if he's feeling it early, he keeps popping that shot. I think coach Michael Malone encourages him to continue to do that. So you'll know early if this one's going to hit, but I think it's a smart play. Make it rain, Michael Porter Jr. Number one. All right, it's time for my top Major League Baseball prop of the day. We had a good day yesterday, Lenny. I hit a three-legger on that money line. I'm going to have another one coming up here in bonus time. So you don't want to miss that, along with Lundy's additional picks in the NHL and the NBA, too. Uh, let's go to the diamond, though. And, and a name that you probably didn't even know this player existed until right now. But Casey Mize of the Detroit Tigers... Five and a half strikeouts against Seattle. This is a miss 
overpriced line in my estimation, especially when you consider it's plus 110 on the over. You look at what Myers has done. He has gone 6-7-6-7. Six, seven, six, seven. Nice pattern in strikeouts in his last four turns of the rotation. One of those coming against the Mariners uh, up at Safeco Field. Uh, 7.2 innings pitch and earn run seven strikeouts in that game. So he's already had success against his team. In general, it can be difficult to repeat that level of success the second time around, but Seattle's dreadful offensively, batting 224 away uh, from the Great Northwest. They have the fourth highest strikeout percentage as well over the last 30 days, and you look at Mize in general, gets a lot of ground ball outs at 50.8%. That is his ground ball rate, and he's given up three earned runs or fewer in seven consecutive start so very quietly uh, been a monster in the box score and I think Mize is going to deliver yet again five and a half strikeouts the odds makers have not caught up to his recent production again ride the trend get drunk off the recency bias and you're probably going to cash at plus money fade or follow I'm totally confused because I must just have the U.S. Open on the brain because you said Casey Mize. I'm thinking Larry Mize. We're out on the <laughs> golf course. But so here I am going, wait a minute. Oh, I know what we're doing. We're talking Detroit Tigers. Yeah, I like this play. Look at the uh, history. Look at the matchup against Seattle. Brad, this is a good one. Uh, it's a look at this, man. I followed you across the board today. We're doomed. Yeah, we're screwed. You better fade the living daylights out of us if you're going to make some cash. Uh, Speaking of making some cash, uh, you and I usually do really well in bonus time compared to our featured selection. So this is the (laughs) money-making portion of the pod. (laughs) Hit me with your bonus times, Lundy. What do you got? We got to start reversing this crap, man. We We got to start using our bonuses, the featured and the other. We got to flip the script somehow. All right, let's let me. I got hockey and NBA for you. Let's start with hockey. Uh, Charlie McAvoy of... Of the Boston Bruins is only a minus 139 to get an anytime point. Really like that. This kid's been on fire. Um, and so to, I'm going to pay the juice on that one because I think the likelihood of him racking up a point uh, is right there. Then let's talk about New York Islanders. Anthony Beauvillier, uh, two different bets I like on this one. First of all, he's got 11 points in the 11 postseason games that he has been in. And all I need is a single point tonight, and it's a plus 105 for him to do it. So I think based on the fact that he had two assists in the last game, I think he can ride that momentum. Give me the plus 105 uh, for him to have that point at any point in there and then uh let me take Beauvillier just because I like riding a hot hand I'm gonna take an anytime goal out of him as well at plus 220 now I said in the Phoenix Denver game yes Aiton's a nice one but it wasn't my favorite player prop Brad we're rolling down the list we're coming off the bench and we're taking Torrey Craig at a at a uh, PRA of over Nine and a half. He had nine points and eight boards in the first game. I know he's coming off the bench. It's all coming down to usage. But remember, Craig used to play for the Nuggets. Revenge series! He's got a little extra motivation coming off the bench. So he is a minus 110 to have over five and a half points. And he's a minus 113 to have an over nine and a half PRA. I'm on both of them. Yeah, that one uh, had uh, me very locked in when I saw that as well. I I think that's a great call on Torrey Craig. You know, it's the revenge game narrative uh, that we love to follow here on the Faith of Noise podcast. Uh, let me stick with the NBA with my bonus time. I'm going to take the under on the MVP's rebounding prop at 11.5 total boards at minus 139. And look at what Jokic has done against the Suns this season. Nine 
22. Yeah, he had a 22 rebound game against his team earlier this year, 10 and 9. So he has been under in three of four outside that anomalous performance. Uh, and the Suns, the fifth toughest matchup on the boards, according to the FTN Daily Advanced DVP tool, the eighth fewest opponent rebounds per game that they gave up in the regular season. So I think Jokic falls short again of that 11 and a half rebounds prop, though I will have to pay a hefty juice on that. And let's run it back with that three leg money line parlay in Major League Baseball at cash yesterday here on the pod. So hopefully you tailed us there. Give me the New York Yankees. who got Garrett Cole on the bump uh, in Minnesota. Cole with a 2.25 ERA on the road this season. Give me Casey Mize in Detroit. Uh, the Tigers are 4-0 against the Mariners on the season, and I love the matchup there for Mize, as I mentioned before. And give me the Southsiders, the Chicago White Sox, uh, to win straight up against Toronto at home with Lance Lynn taking the ball the White Sox are 24-10 and 10 this season at guaranteed rates. So you pull all those together. The Yankees, the Tigers, the White Sox, all to win just straight up plus 355. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this edition of the Faith and Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you appreciate this show. Uh, would do us uh, a whole bunch of favors if you did do that. Uh, just smash it with a five-star rating or drop us a review. Maybe even give you a shout-out on a future pod if you write a glowing review of this podcast. So a little incentive there. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score a sweet subscription discount today. Good luck in your bets tonight. And as always, until tomorrow, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.